At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. It's Monday, which means we welcome you into the show fresh off another weekend of insanity in the NFL in college football. And I'm not just talking about the Jimmy G self-safety there. Uh, he's Matt Brown. I'm Stormy Bonantoni. I thought, Matt, by week three that we would have a little bit better read on actually like identities mm-hmm. of who teams are. And I feel like it's just another week where we have a proverbial bleep show. Ooh, start, are we starting out with a bleep? We're starting, ble- starting out with a bleep around here. Are you? Well, yeah. I mean, look, it was it was an interesting week. There's no doubt. And once we get into this stuff and start breaking things down, I mean, it is pretty pretty interesting because there were some outcomes that, if you look at the box scores and kind of really dig into all the stuff, I mean, it was yeah. it was not indicative really of what probably should have been the outcomes of some of these games. But you know, it kind of is what it is. The NFL is a weird, weird, wacky thing right now through three weeks, and I think for me, I don't. I mean, we will do our power rankings tomorrow. I think for me, I have a clear number one. And then from there, it's going to be a lot of just seeing what, you know, kind of how I'm like, all right, where do I believe this team's going to be in a couple of weeks? Was this an aberration? Do I think this is a trend? And certainly some of the injury stuff that's come out today mm-hmm. changes how I view these teams long-term. I mean, I was incredibly bullish on this Chargers team. And the stuff that's coming out today has it where, listen, I am very, very, very down on this team. And this was the team that I was probably most in love with outside of the Eagles coming into this season. Maybe the Vikings. Maybe the Vikings as well. <laughs> but 
Um, you know, that's it's going to change, I think, a lot. And we'll have an interesting discussion tomorrow with our power ranking. Yeah, absolutely. And plenty of news, injuries, like you mentioned, to update overreactions and reactions that I think are, you know, the, the proper way to react mm-hmm. from the weekend. Um, in about half an hour, we'll welcome in fantasy and prop expert from Establish the Run, Adam Levitan. Then in hour two, Vinny Maiulo, sports betting Hall of Famer, longtime expert odds maker here at the South Point, will join us on the desk as well. It's a heavy NFL and college football two hours ahead. We'll have a little Little Major League Baseball for you, and I say a little because there are only four games today. We're on a Aaron Judge watch, though, as that continues. He was not able to get over the hump of 60 over the weekend, but in action again today. Well, we are counting down. The game to, got cut short last night too. I know weather. So he doesn't even. I mean, I know it's like robbing him it of some of these opportunities that we've got going on here. But I mean, as you mentioned, I mean, if if you do want to bet baseball tonight, there's only. Four games, Limited, a yes. couple of them don't even matter. I mean, Reds and Pirates doesn't matter unless you're just fans of these teams. But if you want to get in, Pirates are minus 155 favorites at home. Braves and Nationals, we know that that one, if the Braves do need to keep winning out here, Braves are minus 250 favorites on the road over the Nationals. The one we'll be watching, Yankees and Blue Jays, that is 707 Eastern. Luis Severino, Kevin Gosman. This is a actually slight favorite with the Blue Jays at home here with Gosman on the mound, minus 120 for them. Even money if you want the Yankees on the road as underdogs. And then... The Orioles and Red Sox, only other game. And, again, that's early. That's 7-10 Eastern. No late games at all tonight. Jordan Lyles on the hill for the Orioles. Plus 105 underdogs are they. Uh, Red Sox, minus 125 home favorites. Yeah, and we'll get into the baseball aspect things a little bit more in hour two. But this is VEASAN final countdown. And we are counting down to Monday night football coming up tonight. The Giants, a one-point favorite, hosting the Cowboys. Low total that keeps getting lower, 38 and a half, a divisional game in prime time. The Giants looking to snap a six-game losing streak on Monday night football. And if they do, they can join the Dolphins and Eagles as the only 3-0 and teams this season. But can they do it, Matt, is the they- question. Cowboys threw us a curveball. This was all week long. Hey, we're going to get Michael Gallup. We're going to get Michael Gallup. Gallup's going to be back in the lineup for Practicing us. Practicing full all week long. Full. It's going to like maybe a no snap sir. count. Like maybe it'll be a you know maybe it'll be a pitch count type situation for him. But at least we will get to see the debut and all that. And then of course this morning comes through that we're going to have to wait another week at least mm-hmm. for Michael Gallup, and he's not going to be active tonight. I was going into this game kind of looking at this as like you know what? Hey, look, Cooper Rush. You've get you you've got CD Lamb, who we know is awesome. Now you get Gallup back, even if it's is on a pitch count type deal. Hey, that's a pretty big upgrade for you. And then this whatever connection he's got with Noah Brown has been pretty been great. great. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, you know, maybe I'll stay away from this one, and, and you know, because I did it. it very first kind of have a lean towards the Giants. And then when that all came out and then it then it came out as well with the Giants, because we were there was a lot of injury stuff to monitor yes. with this one, right? So Kayvon Thibodeau, also Aziz Ajilari were both questionable for this. If you believe the beat writers, both of them are supposed to go for the Giants yeah, tonight. And, and they were doubtful, so yeah. they've been downgraded to questionable, which technically is like a good sign in their yeah. progress moving forward. And, and so both of the, you know, two different beat writers that I trust are saying that their sources are saying that both of them are going to go tonight. And so I actually ended up playing just a small little bit on the Giants on the money line. Um, mm. Just, it was, it completely changed my opinion, right? Like the, Gallup, no-go, and then these two pass rushers coming in as a yes. I mean, it was just kind of the perfect storm for me to kind of get a small money line bet in on the Giants. Nothing big, and hopefully it doesn't blemish a perfect week in the NFL for me this week. An absolute. Yes, listen. congratulations. You were like so dialed in this weekend. It it, was, you know how like sometimes you, you have good. those weeks where you're so close and just for whatever reason you can't 
You can't win in a certain way. You can always lose a certain way, but you can't win a certain way. You were the complete opposite yeah. this week. Everything was flowing in And then in your ran favor. pure as well. If you guys were with us all week long, Stormy and I both got in early on the 49ers, and that line ended up flipping. And fortunately, we did because we needed the two points. Typically, you're sitting there going, yeah, the move through zero, not that big of a deal, like whatever. No, no, it was a big deal because the one-point loss, of course, uh, still cashes that plus two ticket that wasn't available if you waited until game time to get. So what an awful game. Oh, like one of the absolute, absolute worst. It was the most putrid and offensive, offensive performance that I can remember. Like it was just so ugly to watch these two teams. 11, 10, the final in this one. And when San Francisco, what was it? Second drive of the day game comes down, scores the early touchdown, makes it look so easy and then they could not do it again for the remainder of the game. It was collectively between the two, and this is Russell Wilson included. It was some of the worst quarterback. It was one of the worst quarterback games I've seen in a very, very long time. And not only from an execution standpoint, from a decision-making standpoint, like everything these guys did on that field in that game last night was questionable to me. I mean, outside of the one Roll to the left where Russell Wilson converted, and that's basically what won them the game, was just converting a long third down where he kind of scrambled out of the pocket and was able to find Hinton coming back to him. I mean, that was about it, and that was the only good play. Well, and that was like the the only time that we've seen Russ actually be the Russ that we've expected him to be coming into this year. I mean, that drive, 12 plays, 80 yards, uh, he's taking shots, he's scrambling, he's doing things to to make that offense be productive and effective. We didn't see that at any other point throughout the course of the game. I think he's lost his fastball, man. Like, I, there, he was Like, since the hand injury last year type of a thing? He was off from accuracy standpoint, like didn't really want to throw deep balls. Like, I, I don't know. Something's going on there. And of course, if you watch Jimmy Garoppolo, you saw, I mean, the guys like, it's not, it's not that he doesn't have so the arm strength of an NFL quarterback. It's like, he has the, he has the arm strength of like a high school quarterback. I mean, it was unbelievable. This guy cannot get the ball 15 yards down the field. I mean, this was a concern. Like, even when Debo or Braden Ayuk or whomever would like make a catch, like they had to either jump oh, super high to get it, it or turn them. around. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was whatever. Like, it, it, it was, and I'm, and you know, I'm a Jimmy yes. G sympathizer. Yeah. Like I'm rooting for this guy. I think that he's supposed to be an upgrade from what we expected we were going to get with Trey Lance with all of the unknowns there. And then he goes and has the the step in the back of the end zone for the safety to make it a seven five score. And then just everything about the game was just so ugly from an offensive standpoint. And, I can't get over it. And, and really, with if this, you love, if you love fundamental special teams. That was the game for you. Fundamental special teams and defense. Yeah, the Nothing else. Were all, yeah, the punters were the only thing that were that, that was good in that game. Like only if, right spot. If you if you were an ex punter, you loved you loved that game last night because you were just like, see, look at that. See, we happen. are real players. It doesn't help that Trent Williams went down. By the way, either in the second half. No, it, it doesn't. But I mean, it didn't change. I mean, like it didn't change the how completely inaccurate he was in the decision-making to throw some of the balls that he threw or not throw some of the balls that he didn't throw. I mean, it was just, and, and listen, this is not piling on Jimmy G. Like Russell Wilson was equally as yeah, bad. The, Several the wide Bron- open receivers. The Broncos had uh, what? Nine, three and outs on the day. Russ didn't throw a single touchdown pass and at 126 yards. Like it was ugly on all fronts. And look, this defense is really good. And so there's going to be, I imagine, a lot of games like this moving forward for this 49er squad, which is why, you know, they're probably going to be in a lot of games. And it's just, can they win? Can they go out and win it? I mean, they, there were a couple of, there were several different opportunities last night for them to win that game. They didn't win the game. I mean, they're sitting 10 to one to win the NFC right now. And I look at them and I say like, 
wow, 10 to 1. I mean, am I really thinking they're that much better than the Vikings or the Rams or any of the, you know, like, I, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I, I think there's a, a pretty clear separation starting to form over in the NFC. And I don't know if the 49ers are in that upper tier for me. And uh, the 49ers, by the way, do have to take on the Rams on Monday night football this mm-hmm. coming week. I believe a two and a half point favorite. Am I reading that correctly? Yes. How is that? You are reading that. You <laughs> I are don't reading. Like, I don't like that at all, but I'm laughing at this ESPN stats and info thing. The four major professional sports team to play a game in Denver on Sunday ordered by score Padres Broncos, 49ers Rockies. Until the 410 mark of the fourth quarter. Until the 410 (laughs) mark of the fourth quarter, there were four baseball games that had outscored that, that that had outscored that. And and this game still didn't outscore the Seattle game because they scored 25 runs in that game and still didn't outscore that baseball game. So, yeah, it was just a really tough watch. It was absolutely brutal. Not quite as tough as that Bears Texans game. Really nothing. For us to to really discuss. Oh, and that was my like big loser uh, this weekend too. I had a pretty successful NFL week. Mm-hmm. College was hit or miss, but NFL I was good. And then the Texans just could not get there. I had the plus two and a half, and obviously they lose by three in an ugly game. It was a disgusting game. And and the thing is, is I just we don't know. We don't really know much about these quarterbacks because it's just like they're not even utilizing them. They're trying to hide them, like whatever it might be. I mean, this is two weeks in a row where Justin Fields, they're just kind of like, yeah, we don't want you to do anything. Like, just can you just not throw the ball at all? The leader, do you know what – did you see the leading receiver in this game for the Bears? Cole Komet, two catches, 40 yards. That is your leading receiver for the Bears in this game. There was a total of eight forward passes completed <laughs> by Justin Fields in this game. It was just absolutely They're playing atrocious. football in the 40s out there. Oh. Uh, really good. So gross. We've got lots of injury updates, news and notes, though, when we come back. So stay with us. More VEASAN Final Countdown coming up. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. You get 24 7 video season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering each game all season long. You got pro tools and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. Sign up to our discounted football special and get VSIN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl, only $175. How much? What's the exchange rate, Lady? Latest, Matt? Oh, come on, I know what you. I know, I know you're onto something over here. Well, I found out it's twenty five thousand two hundred ninety six in yen, so we lot. should really That's make sure that we're getting in while That's we a can. Lot. That's uh, an incredible amount of slash subscribe for all your options. Become part of the sports betting network. Japanese yen, I might add. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's yes, what I was yes, going just, for there. Yes, I was just, just to make sure that you're the, all about the Canadian exchange rate, yeah. but I was trying to change it up a little. No, bit. No, I like it. We, we'll get into we'll get into every one of them before it's all said and done. All right. Yeah. Well, there's there is a. a crazy amount of currencies <laughs> i like, see yes, that yeah. it looks like we have a special guest here though in the the studio jimmy vaccaro just hanging out hanging around what's going on <laughs> thank you appreciate you what you got there for us got anything for us since we can't hear you on the microphone i want to make sure Ooh, good stuff thank you all right, we'll uh, we'll we'll get to this in the in the in a second if you don't mind, if that's all right. Just because we don't have you on a microphone right now. No, 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 you're good. I appreciate mm. you passing these by to us. Yes, thank you. We got a couple big tickets coming in at the South Point, though. A uh, twenty thousand dollar bet um, on the the Patriots coming up this week. Another twenty two on the Colts. And 22 on the Bucks plus the three here. So a couple, few big bets all coming in here at the South Point this morning. Well, this is actually a pretty good segue into some of the biggest news, which is interesting, I guess, for them taking the Patriots at this number because Mac Jones apparently suffered a, air quote, pretty severe high ankle sprain. If you were watching that game, it looked pretty terrible. The second he went down, he knew something was wrong, got up, jumped, and hobbled off the field. It looked really gruesome live. X-rays did come back negative, and so it just looks like it's going to be a high ankle sprain for Mac Jones. It was a pretty tough day for him. They moved the ball fairly well, but just some untimely interceptions for him, which really was the turning point in that game 
against the Ravens. Ravens offense moved the ball fine. Lamar Jackson, your ticket you have on Lamar Jackson is probably um, going to be incredibly live so long as he keeps this up because he's going to have to keep it up because that defense is bad. And I don't know what's going on because they had their they had a lot of their dudes out there this time. You know, like last couple of weeks we could have made excuses for them, right? There was tons of injuries all over the place, but you know, their guys were back out there this week for the most part. They were, you know, they're not completely healthy, but they were at least out there and this New England team, which I thought was dust when it came to the offense. I mean, let let Jones throw for 321 yards against this Ravens secondary. And, you know, if it wasn't for the picks and kind yeah, of the untimely turnovers, the day, yeah, the untimely turnovers, I mean, this game would have been closer than it was. It was a little bit more sweaty than I wanted it to be. Anyway, you know the position I had on this game. I mean, I bet it multiple times, literally bet this thing four times on the Ravens. I thought this was a complete and total mismatch against this Patriots team. And for whatever reason, the Devontae Parker game happened where he goes for 156 yards. They just let him run free down the field multiple times throughout the course of the game. But, you know, what's happened here is, you know, this has ballooned this lineup now to to double digits. I was fortunate enough to get in. This is sitting 10 and a half right now out there rest of country. This opened eight and a half. So I was able to get the Packers into a teaser this week, which was pretty Already, which look was, at you. Which was pretty neat. It took no I mean, like in no time this game was on the move. Like it got to nine, nine and a half, ten almost instantly. And so um yeah, I mean look, I don't know what you expect out of this Patriots team if it's Brian Hoyer. I mean, I, you know, he's I, lost 11 straight starts, by the way, which is yeah. the longest active losing streak in the NFL. So that's not great. And did you see the the ringing endorsement from Bill Belichick? I love our, our guy, Adam Burke, um, one of the great VEASAN hosts and writers here added into our Slack chat. Like, hey, check out check out this comment from our, our guy, Bill Belichick, talking about Brian Hoyer and uh, Bailey Zappi. He's there. What does Hoyer bring to the offense? He says, brings a lot of experience to the offense. How would you describe Z- uh, Bailey Zappi's progress? He's gotten a lot better. That's all. Yeah. That's all. That's all the comments that we have from Bill Belichick this week on who the potential <sighs> I think quarterback Patriots, could be for want, the Patriots. If you're a Patriot fan or backer even, you probably want Zappi. At least there's some, at least, at least there's some, some unknown there and some, maybe there's potential upside that we just don't know about. You know, exactly what Brian Hoyer is. You know, exactly that there is no upside and no ceiling. It's like, you know, the floor is there. The floor is still relatively low with Brian Hoyer. So, I mean, I think if you're coming in and you know, like this fellow here, like trying to back whatever it's, it's one of those deals where I'm, you know, I, I would be looking for Zappy here, but I mean, really from an MVP standpoint, if you, I, you, you have a great mm-hmm. ticket now in your account because What's going on with Lamar is he's having to do everything for this team. He is having to do it all, and he is throwing the ball. I was always very critical of Lamar Jackson in the first couple of years because I was like, you know, I don't know if his passing is going to progress enough for him to be a quarterback that can have consistent success in the NFL. And what he's doing now, he spent the time. He put in the work. He's throwing. He has one of the highest grades into throwing into tight windows. Mm-hmm. He is th- ran for another hundred yards. By the way, now now has cleared Michael Vick by a couple of games for most hundred yard rusher, rushing games for a quarterback. And then you look, and I mean, he's doing this with the tight end. That's it. Yeah. Like it's Mark. It's him and Mark Andrews, and that's that's his whole team, and they're getting it done. And so it's uh, 
Because you mentioned the rush yards there, first player in the Super Bowl era with three touchdown passes and 100-plus yards rushing in consecutive games. So first to ever do that. And something I think is even more impressive, you're talking about these tight windows, but also against the Blitz. Yesterday, he was 9 of 10 for 110 yards and four touchdowns against the Blitz. He already has more touchdown passes against the Blitz than he did all of last season just in these early games. So really impressive what he's been able to do um, in a lot of areas. And I'm actually excited to ask Adam, Adam Levitan a little bit about him like how much are you as a fantasy player just fearing anytime you have to go up against this guy the amount of points he's putting up guess who the Ravens have next you already know but yes I already know (laughs) the Buffalo Bills Mm -hmm. um getting three and a half at home I mean the Bills boy are they mad and not just a little bit mad I think they're Ken Dorsey mad coming into this, which might indicate a little bit of the line that we have here but the Dolphins obviously pull off uh, another come back in an upset of their division rival, Super Bowl favorite, win 21-19, and now they are in control of the AFC East. Yeah, so this is one of those games I was talking about. Like this, the outcome does not match this game whatsoever. The Bills completely dominated this game against the Dolphins. Look, I had a Dolphins money line ticket. I sprinkled it on there whenever all those injuries came through with the Bills, and I don't deserve that. Like it was – they doubled them in first 31 first downs to 15 first downs. If you take a look at total yards, 497 to 212. I mean, yards per play, they had a little bit better in yards per play as well. I mean, and then you you factor in basically just really, really untimely turnovers again in this one from the Bills, and that was the the difference here for the Dolphins. I mean, listen, I will say this about the Dolphins. If you want to give them some credit, they stepped up in that final in that final quarter when they had to. And so that defense, despite the fact that they were getting trounced all day long and the Bills were just running the ball up and down the field on them all day long, they did step up when they needed to. But that being said, I ran to the the second this opened and hit the um, hit the Bengals on Thursday night over this Dolphins team. This team was out on the field. The defense was out on the field for 40 minutes. <laughs> in this game. Like they were showing them between they were finally getting off the field. They're laying down like they were cramping. They're getting they're spraying water in their face. Like these guys are like laying down, getting massages and stuff. Like it was hot. It was humid. They were out on the field for twice as long as the Bills were. And like you just don't recover from that in a couple of days. Like you just don't recover from that in a few days. And the Bills, I mean and the Bengals got a basic cakewalk there against the Jets. And so it's going to be a pretty big advantage, in my opinion, in favor of of Cincinnati. That being said, those two and a halves are gone. It is now three. It is like a juiced three at most places. Actually, I'm looking at DraftKings right now. It's all the, gone all the way to four at DraftKings in favor of Cincinnati at this point. So this is a lot of people probably thinking along this, the same lines as me. But um, look, Dolphin, I'm not taking anything away. You win, you win. And, and at the end of the day, it's all the, only matters what's in the win column. But they got dominated in this game. Like, they, they were completely dominated. Um, did you see, too, the NFLPA now is, like, digging into the situation with two? He, like, okay, so obviously he wasn't hit really hard. It was like he got shoved and then he it's hit the his head. head. Flick, yeah. Yes, and so he was, like, a drunk Vegas tourist on a mm-hmm. Saturday night trying to stand up the way that he was stumbling there on the field. Um and he said that he had hyper he felt like he hyperextended his back. This is what he said post game, even yeah. though the team, by the way, at halftime said that he was being evaluated for a head 
issue. Well, um, I wonder why because he got up and took three steps and fell back down on the ground. Yeah. Like, it was like it was like um, it was like yeah, no, that's not a back thing. That's a I don't know where yes. I'm at thing. So you remember that commercial? I'm Batman. Do you remember like there was a Snickers commercial or I'll show you during the break. So, yeah, I'll show you on break. Um, but anyways, he Producer said he felt Wyatt like he hyperextended his that he hyperextended his back yeah. and then when he took that hit that it like locked up again and that's what caused the. Yeah, Jello no. legs, no shots. No, so that'll no. be interesting to see um, what and, comes. And look, they're at ten that. to one right now to win the AFC. That is not a buy. Like, do not buy that right now for this. The for, numbers for, for the, just it's, getting shorter it's, and it's, shorter. It's too short. Like, I mean, they're they are they're they're fourth right now for I mean, the it Super is, Bowl. They went from forty to one to yes. like I've seen sixteen to one some yes. places. The, the Dolphins are not a buy right now. Again, they they got very fortunate. Uh, when we come back. Adam Levitan of Establish the Run is going to join us. We'll get into some prop opportunities as well as some fantasy talk. How does he feel about Lamar Jackson? Coming up. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kick off football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go-to sportsbook for every line boost and special. Lace up for week four with Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance and touchdown insurance offers every Sunday. All season long, build a parlay of at least four legs, and if it loses, you get your stake back as a free bet up to $25. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday night football and get your money back as a free bet if they score anytime. Head to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. It's a whole new game. Alongside Matt Brown, I'm Stormy Bon and Tony. We are live from the South Point in Las Vegas. Excited to welcome in Adam Levitan of Establish the Run at Adam Levitan on Twitter. Resident. He's much richer today, by the way, than he was yesterday. I'm I'm sure. Uh, he, he, I, I, I saw his uh, review, and he won 96% of his head-to-heads this week. And <laughs> so he is, he, is much, he is much richer today than he was yesterday. All right. Share, yeah. share us your ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> How's it going, Adam? I'm doing well. How's it going, guys? Great. Thank you. Uh, before we came back on, we were talking a little bit about the Ravens-Patriots game yesterday. And I'm, I, like from a, a fantasy perspective, can you remember a quarterback that through a, just the last two weeks has done what our guy Lamar Jackson has done? Like if anybody's playing him in fantasy, you're terrified. Yeah, I think it speaks to kind of the change that we've seen in fantasy at the at the quarterback position. It's really hard to match what Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson are able to do because they do it with their legs, obviously at a really, really high level where they're running nine, 10, 11 times a game, averaging six, seven, eight yards a carry. And then also, I mean, Josh Allen dropped back 73 times yesterday. And obviously Lamar has been incredible the last couple of weeks. Um, also, I, I think, whereas in the past you could get away with, Hey, I'm just going to draft a quarterback in the 10th round to be okay. I in DFS, I'm going to play some of these cheap quarterbacks. It's just really hard because Josh Allen, Lamar, and Jalen Hurts are getting 30, 40 points every week. And, you know, a good week for a pocket passer such as Matthew Stafford or Aaron Rodgers is like 20 points. And so, uh, yeah, it's just a big change of the position for sure. Adam, before we get to your what you're looking at tonight in the Monday Night Football game, Khalil Herbert, Devontae Parker, Mac Hollins, LaVisca Chenault, any of this real to you at all? Any of this stuff going to carry over? Any of these guys pique your interest whatsoever? I mean, Khalil Herbert's a baller. I, I think you can make a case Khalil Herbert is better than David Montgomery, or at least as good. And so we'll see how long David Montgomery is out for. I do think that Khalil Herbert, regardless, is should be on teams anyways. He's going to steal work from David Montgomery, and he's going to be fine. The, the Mac Holland stuff is interesting. Mac Hollins has a, has a really long history of not earning targets, which we think is a skill. Um, the data shows that that is a skill. But, man, I mean, 
He's been earning targets from Derek Carr the last two weeks. Hunter Renfro didn't play yesterday, but still, I, I think Matt Collins at least has a chance to stick around to be relevant for people in some deeper formats. I do have to tell you, Adam, as I was casually stalking your Twitter this morning as well, and, and you do a great job, obviously, listing out players' different usage rates, target shares, routes run, et cetera. Um, but Christian McCaffrey, just because uh, in the preseason when we had you on, we were talking about it's the if, the can he stay healthy type of thing, that right after you had the you know seventh among NFL running backs and carries, 14 targets for a 17.2 team share, hasn't gotten hurt was another one of the asterisks yeah. mm-hmm. there, which I really respected. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, this guy goes to to the bathroom and and people freak out that <laughs> that he's hurt. You know, it's crazy. I, you know, I'll, I'll just reiterate the same thing that I said before the season when I was on here. Christian McCaffrey is still likely to get hurt this year, but he's no more likely than any other NFL running back to get hurt. And you can see already, guys are starting to drop. DeAndre Swift um, is already hurt. There's a million other guys. Dalvin Cook. There's a million other guys that are already banged up. And so it, it's likely coming for Christian McCaffrey, but. The, the risk profile is the same as any other running back. All right, Adam, let's look at this game here tonight. And judging by the couple of props that you have in your account, I'm guessing you think that this one's going to be absolutely ugly and a slog. You've got a couple of unders here, one with Barkley and one with Rush. Yeah, so uh, the market's changed. Um, you know, the the when we first started betting props seriously two or three years ago, I mean, you could, I think, blindly bet unders and win um, across the board. Uh, That's not the case anymore. I I think, you know, in in part due to what we've been doing, books are trying much harder to set better lines on these props and they've just cut them down a ton. And so we've taken, been taking more and more overs this year just to A, try to keep them honest um, about not making lines too low and B, because we're showing some, some big edges on overs. Obviously still um, we want to be betting unders where we can. These primetime game star unders like Saquon Barkley, I mean, these are like some of my favorite stuff. Last week, before the uh, Titans-Bills game, you could just see the Derrick Henry line creeping up and creeping up and creeping up. It got as high as 89.5. We went ahead and took it there. Derrick Henry under 89.5 rush yards. We've taken last year during Cooper Cup's run during primetime games. He would have you at like 137.5, like crazy, crazy stuff that you can get unders on. And so I thought the Saquon Barkley one, uh, I think it's going to be hard to run efficiently on this Dallas defense. And we have Saquon for around 78 rushing yards. When the line was 81 and a half, obviously from a mean median perspective, that, that was an easy one. Cooper Rush, I think, is better than, than people think. And we don't have a huge edge here. We have 219 and a half uh, projected. And I think we took under like 225 and a half or so. So not a huge edge there, but certainly um, taking some a some little bit thinner stuff and, and obviously like a chance to bet against Cooper Rush on the road and we're showing a little bit of a projection edge, I think is a good one. Well, and under the 81 and a half, a good number to get because what I'm looking at at DraftKings is sitting right there at 77 and a half. So right on with the 78 that you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the markets move pr- pretty uh, quickly after we take something, but in these primetime games, it can come back. So if you want to take the Saquon under, I would, I would probably hold off until uh, closer to kick. Adam, quickly, what do you guys have on CD Lamb tonight? This one was fairly interesting to me. I I also tend to look at unders, but I went over a little earlier at 52 and a half. It's all the way up to 60 now at this point for him. I just didn't buy the whole Gallup was going to get full run. I just figured like, you know, one of those deals, maybe he's out there and gets, you know, two or three targets. And if that was the case, I didn't think that it was going to shift all that much with CD Lamb. Where do you guys see him tonight? And do you... You know, what do you think Noah Brown is worth? Like, what are, what are these guys going to, you know, if we think that there was something, obviously I thought it was built into the numbers for both of these guys that they were giving something to Gallup. Where do you think that that goes? 
Yeah, we're a little surprised Gallup's not playing. Not overly surprised, but mm-hmm. a little bit surprised. He was supposed to get at least some limited run here. We have CeeDee Lamb now, 5.8 catches, 72.4 yards, 0.38 touchdowns in this game for CeeDee Lamb tonight. Um, he's underperformed on a, on a yard per target basis. Like, based on his targets um, and where he's gotten them, he should be doing more with them and from a box score perspective. And so those are the kind of guys that I'm fine uh, taking over on. You know, it makes me a little bit uncomfortable, obviously, to take – any overs with Cooper Rush uh, at quarterback on the road. But, you know, I, I think that's an okay one. You know, 52. Uh, what'd you say? You got 52 and a half. Yeah. We have 72. Yeah, I mean, that's one that we would definitely look at for an over. That's within the threshold of what we would look at for an over. So, yeah, you know, we 20 yards on, on 52. I think that's sounds like you got your money in pretty decently there, Matt. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> um, similar question, though, with the Giants and wide receiver Kadarius Tony also likely out. Fortunately, uh, Richie James has kind of taken over that role already. He's had 59 yards and 51 yards, respectively, in his first two games to start the season. His receiving yards number set at 35 and a half. Does that look like a spot you might target to go over because of what he's done these first two games? Yeah, I, I think we actually missed this one. I think this one opened way lower, and and there's more people and there's more groups like us that are that are betting this that, that betting props now, and lines are moving faster. And so we missed the opener on this Richie James one. We have him, three point six catches for forty nine point two yards. He is only playing three wide receiver sets. I expect a two wide receiver set to just be uh, David Sills and Sterling Shepard, and then Richie James comes on in three wide receiver sets. I do think Richie James can play, but man, these like kind of journeyman, thin yeah. slot guys, overs on them. I, I think typically it's it's not the kind of place you want to be looking for an over. Adam, I know it's uh, only three weeks into the season here. I wanted to have just a more of a macro conversation with you here. What offense has kind of intrigued you as, oh, this offense might be better than I thought, and then what offense are you looking at going like, why does this offense suck? <laughs> yeah, the suck one is painful. You know, I, I, I guess – I had thoughts that Baker Mayfield could be better than Kyle Allen and Sam Darnold and the corpse of Cam Newton and these other quarterbacks that they've had in Carolina lately. Uh, Baker Mayfield has been worse. And, and and not only has Baker Mayfield been worse, but they've played so slow and so conservative and they're not scheming Christian McCaffrey right. And DJ Moore has been a mess. And so that's been probably the toughest one um, from a pain perspective. Uh, the one I'm optimistic about, I'm not sure it's overly surprising, but the Jaguars, you know, we talked about it before the season, you know, the, the, the Jaguars getting a coaching change and in other sports, it doesn't matter that much in, in football. It just matters so much. I mean, to get that idiot urban Meyer out of there and, and get Doug Peterson in there, I, I think made such a big difference for the Jaguars offense. And you see it in their production. I mean, Christian Kirk and Zay Jones and James Robinson and Trevor Lawrence are all really playing well right now. And so that, that'd be one that I think um, is one to be excited about. Really appreciate the time, Adam. You're awesome. Have a great day. All right. Good luck tonight. Take care. Adam Levitan over at Establish the Run at Adam Levitan on Twitter. Jacksonville, by the way, just the second team in the Super Bowl era to win consecutive games by 24 plus points as an underdog in both games. So I can't imagine we're going to talk about them in the next segment at all or anything. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Just maybe. A tad. We've got some overreactions proper reactions i don't know whatever you want to call them reactions nonetheless reaction yes. we are reacting when we come back we're gonna step aside real quick on visa and final countdown but don't go anywhere still plenty more to come in the nfl and college football
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. Welcome back to v Final Countdown. This segment presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, the simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your own terms. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of people achieve that lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zinn understands there's one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is different. Everyone's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zinn's there for you with the right strength, the right flavor at the right time. If you're thinking about making a change, want to learn more today, check out Zinn Nicotine Pouches at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. And it is time for Overreaction Monday. Or appropriate reaction. I think this first one is a bit of an overreaction. But because we're talking Jaguars, we might as well. Doug Peterson, just give him Coach of the Year now. He should be... And I will say, and I, I'm being dead honest when I say this, this is not an overreaction at all. He should be, the favorite. he should be your favorite. And I think that if you're talking about this team going, it, making the playoffs at all, like even if they sneak into the playoffs, I think he should win it. You were talking about the biggest dumpster fire in the NFL <laughs> last year. I mean, like, seriously, this was one of the biggest dumpster fires in the NFL last year. And for him to do what he's doing right now, this team's playing good, by the way. Like, they look yes. good. That defense looks Good. Trevor Lawrence, who everybody was writing off as a bust, looks like an NFL quarterback. He's making good decisions. Oh, it's crazy what happens when you put a good coaching staff around him and you put some good players around him. And so 
I do not think this is an overreaction at all. If we look right now, Sirianni's four to one, McDaniel's five to one, and then there's Doug Peterson at eight to one. And that's down he from, should be your favorite. That's even down from nine to one this morning. So he Ooh. continues to be bought down. Um, but yeah, I mean, look at the last two wins, a 24 nothing shutout win over the Colts. Obviously what they did against this Chargers team that you referenced off the top of the show, like the way that things are going, your viewpoint on the way that Los Angeles looks is completely different now, but a 38 to 10 win yesterday. Also, we talked last week about the Jags. Hey, maybe is this the right time to buy in on them at three to one to win the division, the AFC South? They're down to plus two twenty-five. Colts are still your favorite in the division, but things are getting more and more interesting by the day. I think with this Jacksonville team. Yeah, and I mean, this is kind of like a, a dual conversation here because not only that beat down of the Chargers yesterday, but it makes you wonder about the Chargers too, in general, right? I mean, Justin Herbert, they run him out there yesterday, and apparently, if you read against this, I promise you, the Chargers are one and two. Um, don't 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 let don't don't believe that. I promise don't you, they're running the too. Yes, um, Justin Herbert is is like apparently talked his way onto the field. Like apparently there was people who didn't want him to play, and he like talks his way onto the field. And not only does he talk his way onto the field, they're down four scores in this game, and he's still out there throwing passes with a backup left tackle. Because by the way, they lost Rashawn Slater for the season now, ruptured bicep, yeah. so he's gone for the season. I just if if that's how easy it is. If if the if the inmates are running the asylum as they say or something like that, like I I don't know how much I can be bought into this. And team. a reporter even asked Brandon Staley after the game, like, hey, this is this is a guy that shouldn't you try to protect him from himself yeah. in a lot of these instances. If he wants to go back in there, he said, hey, he really he wanted to be out there with it with his guys and uh, he wanted to make sure that he could support them. He thought he could give them some energy and stuff. Yeah, but that's not answering the question. Yeah. Shouldn't you protect him from himself? In this situation, this is a guy who is questionable coming into the game to play. Period, and you keep him in for the entirety of the game. And and it's one of those and it's one of those deals as well. Like as soon as Keenan Allen couldn't go, that should have been when the coaching staff came over and said, "Hey, look, this is going to be a tough one now. Keenan can't go. You you're in a lot of pain. You need an injection in order to be able to play this game. Why don't we sit this one out? And if we want to talk about next week, let's talk about and you're it next our biggest week. asset. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Keenan might be back next week, you know, whatever, all the stuff like that. Like, that should have been the deciding factor when Keenan Allen tried to go and they were, and he couldn't go. Then they should have been like, Herbert, that's it. You know, Justin, you're sitting this one out. But instead, to let him make the decision and then st- keeping him out, that was insane. I didn't have any skin in this game. I mean, I had the Jags in the contest or whatever and all this, you know. But, like, I'm screaming at the television, like, why is this guy still in the game? I, I, I don't, I'm not even a Chargers fan or whatever. But I'm just, like, screaming, what is going on here? And I don't know, man. Like, this – it was a pretty big blow to me for like the future of this team mm-hmm. where I'm like, if they are, if this coaching staff and this organization is letting him to determine when he's going to play and then also keeping him in the game when the outcome is completely decided and it's your backup left tackle in there, like this made no sense to me whatsoever. Speaking of left tackle injuries, we saw during the break, it is confirmed that 49ers left tackle Trent Williams does have a high ankle sprain. You said the expectation you read is about a month is yeah, what's so believed four there. To, four to six weeks is kind of what they're saying with him. And I think, you know, I mean, look, I don't want to, I'll give this one to you, but it's kind of like, hey, all of our optimism about this 49ers team is now kind of 
going out the window. Yes. Um, I uh, One of my overreactions that I wrote down was don't waste your money on 49ers mm -hmm. futures right now. Like, do you think that's an overreaction or not? Because a week ago I was sitting here telling you I felt more confident in the in-pocket ticket I had on San Francisco to win the Super Bowl. But now I think I'm hopeful that maybe this is just one of those situations where – Jimmy Garoppolo has, I mean, obviously he's coming back from that surgery. He wasn't able to look at the playbook, wasn't able to develop a little bit more current chemistry. Mm -hmm. Obviously he has it from years past with a lot of these players, but you know, you got to get dialed in with your guys this season and in the now and working together. And he hasn't had that. So if you can get back to what you know best and actually running the football effectively uh, and go from there, then I think that there's reason for optimism with the 49ers. But if they can't and Jimmy G continues to be off target, it's going to be a long day, especially against the Los Angeles Rams this week on yeah, Monday Night Football. Yeah, I'm going to say, as opposed to don't waste your money on 49ers futures, I would say at least pump Hold the brakes. Off. Yes, pump Hold the off. brakes on your 49ers futures here because this team looked very disjointed. And I thought the clear coaching advantage in that game would go to Kyle Shanahan. He even made a couple of decisions that I was scratching my head about where I'm kind of like not choosing to go for it on fourth down where it seemed like probably the proper play was to go for it on fourth down. The underutilization, in my opinion, of George Kittle, which I like if he yes. was if he was good enough to go and not even be on the injury report, how is he not getting a healthy amount of targets? By the way, it seemed like, and this was anecdotal, but it seemed like as well, because I am kept watching and I'm going, why are they not going to Kittle? Every time I watched, he was open. It seemed like he was open all game long, and for whatever reason, they didn't scheme something mm -hmm. to him. And especially when you saw that Jimmy, maybe his accuracy was off today. He needs to recalibrate. Maybe his strength to get the ball down the field, pushing it down was a little bit off. Like, why wouldn't you utilize one of the three best tight ends in the NFL? It was just very curious to me. It was very odd. And unless he was more hurt than they let on in this whole not putting him on the injury report was just gamesmanship or something, then I don't know. I don't think there's any I don't think there's any excuse for that. So yeah, I, I actually come out of that saying, at the very least, pump your brakes on pudding and maybe don't waste. Because you mentioned the coaching advantage, I was laughing at this tweet from uh, our good friend Pamela Maldonado of Yahoo Sports who said, 49ers roller coaster preseason. It's time for Trey Lance after week one. Plants, not the answer. After week two, Niners are in a better spot with Jimmy G. After week three, Jimmy G ain't it. Are we sure Kyle Shanahan's a good coach? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, all of these different things. It it really has been uh, a roller coaster for this team. But I have another I have another one overreaction right. wise. The Raiders season is over. 0 and three, the only team over in the NFL to this point. There to miss the playoffs number currently sitting at minus five hundred. Yeah. Updated updated win total seven. No, it, this is this is it's inappropriate. Over. It's over. It's, it's an appropriate it, it, reaction. Especially in the AFC. Like, there's just there's there's so little room for error in the AFC. And, yeah, the, their season is completely Only over. six teams in the Super Bowl era have started 0-3 and made the playoffs. The last two teams to do so, the 2018 Texans and the 1998 Bills. So, 20 years between that gap. And the Chargers, the only team to do it starting 0-4 that year they yeah. went to the Super Bowl in 94. Well, and the way that things are shaking out right now, and, of course, everything can flip on its head, but it – with it being the AFC, like now it looks like if the Dolphins can keep this up, like we might get two teams out of the East. If the Colts actually did right the ship and then the Jags are for real, maybe we get two teams. So I think where we were looking and saying like, hey, this was certainly going to be, you know, maybe three teams out of the West. Like that didn't look like it's going to be the case anymore. 100 to 1 if you think the Raiders yeah. can go winless. 25 to 1 to have the fewest wins in the season. Uh, 12th on the board for that.
they've got to get it, at least some semblance of togetherness here, right? At some point with all of the talent that they have offensively, they've got to start figuring it out. I mean, look, this it's a new coaching staff. I get it and all that. But, I mean, it's, it's weird. Devontae Adams, no shows two weeks in a row. Seems very, very weird to me. Um, and then just the way that I think some of the sequencing that they had going on in the play calling and all that, it was just, it was just a very weird game to me, very odd game to me. But this is, this is an appropriate reaction. They're, they're done. Season's over. We got a good pro tip this hour for you. Again, vcin.com slash subscribe to get all 20 from throughout the course of every day. But our guy Adam Levitan talking about in the prop market just to ensure that you are looking at snap counts, um, usage rates for different players, routes run, gave that example that – Maybe don't bet an over on a slot guy who plays in three wide receiver sets because they're not going to be on the field as much. So paying attention to those little things takes mm-hmm. a little bit more work, yes. but can make a big difference. Yeah, digging in and making sure that the guy's out on the field because it's very hard for him to catch passes, Stormy. I don't know if you know this. Whoa. When he's on the sideline. Rumor has yes, it. Yes, rumor has little it. Little thing there. Mm-hmm. We're going to step aside real quickly when we come back. Uh, Vinny Maiulo, odds maker here at the South Point Sports Betting Hall of Famer, going to join the program. Don't go anywhere. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.